Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host. Mark Osterman is here. We have a great show for you this week. It's race week in Las Vegas. The race is about to happen. I'm staying at Cosmo, so I'll talk about my experience being on the strip, what it's like being out there. Is the vibe good? Is all the hassle worth it? We'll talk about that. Plus, an update on what the Cleopatra's bar replacement will look like. Trouble at Paris's Versailles Tower. Don't book it quite just yet. A new theme suite at Westgate. This time they're going for Cowboys. There was a flood at Fountain Blue. We also get a look at their steakhouse, plus an update on the sale of the Riviera site. All of that coming up and more. As a reminder, you can watch this video along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. We do two shows a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. Release them here, but you can watch them as well. We also have our Patreon going. You can listen or watch our weekly after show, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. Thanks to everybody for supporting us over there, helping us build that community. And thanks so much for listening to the show. Let's hit it. So Mark, did you see that new thing on the sphere, Squid Games, the little girl who, you know, when she looks at you, you have to stop or else you get shot. I mean, I'm all for the sphere getting more ad revenue, but this is too scary for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited for Squid Games season two. First season was awesome. So I hope they, you know, do something very cool and, and keep up the hype but as far as fear things go it's probably the least special looking or like it it just seemed kind of plain even though it is an ad i don't know it's scary but yet not out of this world like the marvels one was way cooler all we need to do is install some guns on the side of the sphere and then uh get the game going in real life like paintball guns just make it fun (laughs) we have an update on the riviera site that's the parcel of land in front of the convention center next to the pepper mill just south of fountain blue and it's been through a couple different phases it was sold to a chilean investor and that fell through we found out why it fell through is because the land needs six and a half million dollars of fill-in or something i don't know what they need to do to kind of stabilize it for construction but the lvcba has approved the sale of this to 65 slvb which is a group of people who built other malls on the strip so uh, they don't have to develop it till 2033 we may not see anything for a while but this land is looks like it's finally getting settled in for new owners. Another mall, just what Vegas needed. Maybe there'll <laughs> be some signs, who knows, some billboards. But no, it's cool to see them, you know, flip this fairly quickly and for a slightly higher price. And then they got to keep the seven million from the Chilean investor. So that money's just gonna roll into paying for this, you know, for them to fill it in or, or whatever they need to do. But you know, they probably they had to pay another year of taxes. So it's probably like a wash. Just delayed a little bit, but uh, glad to see the land getting use. And hopefully they develop it before the A's finish their stadium. But um, the timelines kind of seem far out there. So won't know for sure for a few years. Yeah, but this is a great spot, right? Fountain Blue, obviously opening. Resorts World is new. A mall could be really great there to kind of combine the properties together. They could also build a casino there uh, potentially, although it's a very small site. But this is that frontage, that strip frontage from Riviera. So a very historic piece of Las Vegas land. And I'd love to see something there again instead of just a parking lot that nobody's ever using. Yeah, it could be like the Riviera Mall. And that would be kind of cool like use the logo stuff like that uh maybe uh, you know the, i thought resorts world was a mall though just a big mall casino <laughs> <laughs> and the fountain blue has a mall too so you can connect all the malls uh together we'll see that's a project with that's a way off probably <laughs> <laughs> so i am at cosmo right now and as people might be able to notice in the background staying in one of their standard rooms i'll talk about that on a future show kind of my impressions of it and why staying in a standard room this is the first time ever how that's maybe changed my opinion of cosmo just a little bit but f1 craziness is here we see signage going up everywhere Uh, there's last minute construction everywhere 
But most importantly, the strip looks like a racetrack, which is sort of interesting. And I'm not going to lie, being out there, there was an energy there last night, just walking around and kind of seeing it in this transformed way, even though all the pain we had to go through to get here. Once we're here, it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about in a bit, like people driving down it and stuff. And that'd be kind of cool. It almost, it's like Mario Kart dodging cones and stuff. It's kind of wild. And I'm sure as the day progresses, it'll probably get worse traffic wise as the strip does, but it's kind of neat, you know, once in a lifetime type experience of you getting to drive, you know, through a, you know, an F1 track. And I think once it's lit up at night, it will look really cool. All the renderings look cool. I think the F1 building, you know, from an aerial view with the, the big logo on it looks awesome. Once everybody sees it, they'll be like, wow, that does look great. But it's still a lot of pain. Yeah, there's been a lot of amazing visuals this week in the marketing coming out from it, which is interesting to see. But there has also been stories about how F1 bet big on Vegas and failed, how the tickets haven't sold the way that they want how ticket prices are falling, all the stuff that we've been covering. So that's national media, national like auto media, and just mainstream media covering this. So a lot of negativity from that. But like I said, it looks great. One other interesting piece of news is the temporary bridge that they built on Flamingo to go over Koval. They're saying that they may actually make this a permanent bridge, saying that it's improved traffic flows in that area. And uh, so maybe this is a good side effect of F1. It would affect some businesses there over on Koval, but I think having Flamingo go over all of this area would be a great thing for traffic if they built a permanent solution for this. Yeah, I mean, more bridges, more diamond exchanges, more bridges, more malls, everything Vegas people want. But no, I think if it's helping traffic, that's something that's sorely needed in the area, you know, and we've talked about Teslas and tunnels trying to help out and how the monorail never really did it. So if a bridge here or there helps and, you know, something you might not have thought about, but adding this <laughs> short term bridge, which is so wild that they even did. If they see a good change to the traffic flow, then I say go for it. Yeah, it's interesting how weird things come out of right field. We also got to look inside the grandstands at Bellagio, which look nice. I mean, this looks like a permanent structure, almost uh, like a venue you would see anywhere. It doesn't look temporary. Uh, we even got to look underneath it where they put the septic tanks. One thing is they cut out part of the concrete where the trees sat, those little alcoves in order to fit the septic tanks so they're gonna have to rebuild that and i wonder how it's all gonna look you know with aging and stuff like that but uh yeah it looks very nice in there and i think anybody in there who experiences it is gonna love it but that's just a handful of people compared to all the millions who have had to deal with the nonsense and missing out on their fountain views yeah what they say like 3600 tickets uh, for that area i think but it looks amazing you know and it kind of blows your mind that they put it together this quickly and the A's can't build their stadium for like, you know, 42 years or whatever. But the rooftop looks cool. You know, the dining area looks like any restaurant you'd see along the strip and stuff. So it's kind of mind blowing that it came together this quickly and that they did it that well. And just goes to show, you know, the builders that, you know, construction workers and stuff that work in Vegas are probably some of the best in the world. They're so used to doing all this kind of crazy stuff. And, you know, they made it come together pretty quickly. And let's not forget uh, somebody gave their life building that uh, grandstand there. Hopefully this race is a success says it's going to take up to eight weeks to tear down the stuff they've said most of it will be down by december 7th which is when the national finals rodeo is in town and so that'll be just ahead of your trip so i expect everything or almost everything will be gone but they said up to eight weeks for everything to be back to normal so if you're planning your trip in i'd say the month after be prepared for some pain i think as we get to six seven eight weeks it'll probably just be a little thing here or there yeah like missing trees still or or <laughs> people falling into the fountain because there's no no railing there anymore so 
stuff like that. Nothing major. As a reminder, our Patreon is now going. We do a weekly after show. You can watch it. You can listen to it. Patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. Thanks to everybody over there for the support. And we hope to see you there. So the housekeeping Olympics came back after a four-year hiatus. It was at Mandalay Bay at the Michelob Ultra Arena. And this is sort of insane to see because they have all these different categories. I thought I remembered us talking about it on the show before, but I guess this was right before we started the show or maybe it was right at the beginning. I don't know. But Bellagio is the overall winner of the housekeeping. But they also have like individual contests like a vacuum race. Aria won that. Bed making, Bellagio won that. A mop race. That was won by the Canadian Healthcare Solutions team. So Canada representing there. Kind of an interesting uh, little contest. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun you know a team building type of thing and and something you it it almost feels like a summer camp you know like three-legged race and potato sack race and i wonder if when bellagio made the bed making if they added the hairs that you found when you were there or if that was you know you're just one of a kind thing just for you just something special (laughs) that was my thought too with my housekeeping issues at bellagio in the past uh, that they won it is sort of weird to see like the arena there with like bunches of beds on there but these people take their job seriously they're the best at what they do so i don't want to make light of it at all this is really the best at that profession getting together here in vegas and showing off what they do and taking it very seriously so congratulations to the winners and thank you as somebody who stays in a lot of hotels for all the hard work that you do yeah i mean talk about a job that so many people would give up on so quickly how hard it is and some of the stuff you have to deal with it's just crazy so thank you for everything you guys do and i don't know would you go watch it i think it'd be kind of wild something to watch i don't know if the public's allowed in or if it's just family members watching i saw people in the stands but i think that'd be (laughs) something kind of like wild maybe have a couple beers and then go watch the uh made olympics yeah that would be fun i don't think it was open to the public like you said there was a few people here or there they even had signs like i remember seeing the luxor team with their cheerleaders in the stands and the signs yeah good times glad it's back and glad they got a chance to compete and uh bellagio reigning supreme so we have a quick update on cleopatra's barge we talked about it on the last show how it's turning into caspian's caviar bar but we finally got some concept art of it and okay so On the first hand, Cleopatra's Barge is a very old school venue. It looks old school, it feels old school, and it's very historic. What they're building here is something completely different and beautiful. And I mean, really like, wow, it looks absolutely wonderful. I'm still sad that we're losing Cleopatra's Barge, though. I don't know why you couldn't take that concept and make it modern, but they are building something incredible. And it's right in the center of Caesar's Palace. The person that wrote the article did not agree with you. They threw a lot of shade at at the barge and in the setup before. But I always thought it was something unique and something so Vegas. And this, I mean, it looks beautiful. But it's something you could find kind of anywhere, you know, where else do they put a fake mock-up ship in there (laughs) where they perform all that stuff. So I think it it will be really cool if they get the right kind of music in there. That stage looks kind of awesome, little sexy stage. If they get like, you know, lighter jazz, something that doesn't overpower the room, I think it would be a really cool place to hang out and have some drinks and and just get like some good background, like uh, jazzy vibe type music. Uh, So I'm, I'm curious to check it out. Hopefully they, I think that will be the key. It's a beautiful spot, but if you don't get the right type of music to fit it, uh, that's where your problem is going to be. Yeah, and it's going to have a separate 50-seat caviar bar and a music lounge that seats up to 100 people. And as you said, the author in the previous article described the Cleopatra's barge as kitschy, moated, awkwardly designed. So you could tell the author didn't really like it, but I like it. And to your point, this is a beautiful lounge, but it's like what you see other places. It kind of has similar vibes to me of the new lounge at Harrah's and some of the other new venues Caesars has been doing. It's really nice, looks great. Still miss Cleopatra's barge. 
So we had talked previously about how Paris was opening Versailles Tower and selling the rooms for November, and I guess they're not ready, and nobody knew or nobody, nothing happened. Cinnamon Girl went to go check into one of these rooms uh, this week, and uh, she posted on Twitter that there is no Versailles Tower rooms. They're not ready. And then she had issues with management. Nobody wanted to talk to her. They offered her a whole $12 discount because the room she booked wasn't available. I think ultimately they put her in a suite, but it was a rough experience. But I guess the moral of the story is don't book the Versailles Tower yet until we get a press release and confirmation that it's open. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of wild. I I don't blame them. You know, you're booking, you have an anticipated date of opening. You don't reach it. But I learned in business a long time ago, if you tell somebody up front that you're going to screw them over and then offer them something, you know, as a, a workaround or like, hey, you know, we messed up on this, but here's what we're going to do about it. They're going to take it a lot better than just not saying anything and letting them show up and then being like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Here's 12 bucks. Like this is the same thing that happened at Resorts World when they opened and they didn't have the rooms ready for Croxford. And, and, you know, I was booked into it and they didn't say a word about it. They just gave me a key uh, to the Conrad and didn't mention that I wasn't going to the Crocfords. didn't mention any compensation until I asked about it. And then it was like a well, yeah, when you come back, we'll give you a suite type of thing, which, you know, probably most people didn't take advantage of. I didn't take advantage of. So it just was a totally underwhelming experience, and especially for an opening. You wouldn't expect that, you know, this is a tower opening. That was a hotel opening. You know, that ruins an entire trip for people. Even if you end up getting the suite, the aggravation you had for hours and dealing with this ruins your whole trip, and it's just annoying. Tell people up front, it's not open. Here's what we're doing. We're putting you in a suite. Same price. Nobody would complain. Yeah, that's the key here, right? They put her in a suite. Just do that in the first place, though. Don't make her go through multiple levels, waiting for managers, having to go to social media, do better. Like at some point you have to have a culture of customer service where you understand there's something that was wrong done to the customer and you fix it. I feel like in Vegas, especially they deal with so many problems that really aren't problems that they get desensitized to it. And then when somebody has a legitimate complaint, it's very hard to get resolution because everybody is so, you know, set in their ways and good result here. Still would love to see those rooms. So hopefully they come online soon. And, you know, we both love Paris. So uh, hopefully they do better going forward. Quick update on the strip mall across the street from Aria and City Center. Uh, This is where the Hawaiian marketplace was. I walked by there yesterday, but it was nighttime. I couldn't get good shots, but I got some shots from here at Cosmo. You can see the mall is really coming along. It's multi-story now, and it's still in the framing phase, but that's going to progress pretty quickly as I think it heads to an opening late next year. So uh, yeah, good to see progress on that, even though I know you haven't seen it, Mark, because I didn't send you the photo. Uh, Trust me, it it looks good. It's coming along. I'm I'm just sitting here going, okay, two stories. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You'll see it when you watch back the show. I'll make you uh I'll yep. make you do that. So Westgate's been killing it with their theme suites. We talked about the Christmas suite and then the Halloween suite was their most recent one, which just looks great. Now they have like a more toned down cowboy suite, but I think it looks incredible as well. Whoever they're hiring to do these suites, they really need to do more of them and just open up a whole line of these suites. I mean, we saw Silverton debut their new rooms with a cowboy theme, but this takes it to another level and If you are all into cowboy stuff, I guess this is a good timing for the uh, rodeo coming next month. Maybe they'll book this thing up, but it looks great. Yeah, I think it looks amazing. Even I'm not like into the whole cowboy culture or anything, and I'd still stay there. You know, has a really cool looking bar. I love the woods uh, throughout it, the tables, everything, the decorations, and then a pool table, all that stuff. A random saddle you can sit on when you when you walk into the room. Like they they're doing a really good job, and it's kind of putting them on the map a little bit. Where you know Westgate's kind of a forgotten hotel you know little corner off the strip or whatever and this is something that if you like sweets if you like themed if you're throwing a party 
or get together, you have a big group, this is something that you could look at. And it's probably more affordable than you would get something similar on the strip, you know, at a Cosmo or an Aria or something. So it's a cool option. And, you know, I hope they keep coming up with these themes, like you said, like, let's roll it out, they need a like a Barbie one, you know, and all that kind of stuff, like just keep going and fill up a whole floor or something. Yeah, what would you do? Like, do you have any other ideas? Obviously, Barbie, that would require a tie in with Mattel. But I could think generic ones like space themed, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways to yeah. go here if they want to keep rolling this out. Some type of sports themed one would be cool. And then you could run it out for like March Madness or uh, Super Bowl Sunday, stuff like that. There's so many, you know, sporting events and that is so tied into Vegas. Think about like you walk in and there's like, you know, a sports book type setup that you sit with your, you know, your friends and watch the games on all these screens all around. I think that'd be really cool. Come on, Westgate, do it. Be the new Circa. You already got the sports book, kind of. You just got to embrace that, yeah. and, and you can be the uh, the new Circa. That was my favorite sports book before, you know, Circa came around. It was just so massive and fun and, and, and so big. Like, we would go there, even though it was a little bit out of the way. We would make a point to go there most trips and make some bets and watch some games. Yeah, no doubt Circa's sports book was inspired by the book at uh, Westgate Las Vegas. So on to Fountain Blue, we got a little bit of a look inside the steakhouse there from the same guy who's been posting these leaks on TikTok, Casino Comp Wallet. Uh, and so he shows us this. Another high-end venue looks very similar. Nothing crazy that we haven't seen. I don't feel like we're going to see anything real new until we get inside and start to kind of look at the nooks and crannies when this thing opens. But another big thing happened that we're still learning from. It hasn't been publicly acknowledged, but it's been posted on social media and I have received direct emails about it. There was a giant flood at Fountain Blue and not just a small flood, but one that apparently affected multiple floors, a lot of the retail, the casino. So we don't know if this is going to cause a delay. I'm going to expect that it won't at this point because they haven't announced anything but it looks really bad. Yeah, I mean, can you be even be a Vegas casino if you haven't had a flood somewhere in it? Uh, that's where I'm kind of at. Like, I don't, I mean, I know this is bad and, and it's probably going to cost a ton of money. I hope, you know, they probably have insurance that covers it and all that. But it's kind of funny over the last two years of doing this show, how many times we've talked about a casino flooding, usually from rain. You know, I think, was it Resorts World that had one that wasn't rain? It was like a pipe burst or something as well shortly after opening. So it's kind of like you just almost expect it like it's a christening to a casino. They did it a little bit early and got it before they're open, which is probably better. Uh, hopefully it doesn't delay anything too much. I know that uh, the stuff you got from somebody said it damaged some elevators and they could delay. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see on that. But it's just it's a lot of water, man. And it's going <laughs> to it's going to mess up some stuff. So that's sad to see. Yeah, I guess the good news is they have about a month to fix if it's like carpet or that sort of stuff. So this happened on the retail level, they think. They think it's a pipe burst. Again, getting information from inside sources anonymously, but we've seen video to confirm that it did happen, and there's no confirmation that it'll be delayed. I would be shocked if they delay their opening because of this, but we don't really know what the damage is and what areas it's uh, relegated to. More excitement as it's uh, as we get closer to opening. As you say, they got their leak out of the way, so they don't have to wait for that to happen when they open. And it is insane how many videos we've had of casinos with water dripping from the ceilings and including the new ones, like you said, Resorts World Circa. Who can forget that uh, beautiful uh, shot of the water streaming through the screens in the sports book? Yeah, I don't know if that's my favorite one or the one of the water just pouring on the slot as the person continues to play an electronic item while water's rolling on it and it just keeps hitting it like it, nothing's happening. <laughs> it's so wild. <laughs> Hey, water don't get us down here in Vegas. You know, we just keep going, and uh, that means Fountain Blue is going to open. Water be darned. I don't know. But let us know what you guys think about anything we talked about, whether it be Fountain Blue, 
the Formula One track. Do you think building a permanent bridge over Flamingo on Flamingo would make a good difference there for everything? Hit us up in the comments. We do two shows a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. We'll be back in a couple days with another show. Hit us up on Patreon as well. Thanks so much for watching. Talk to you next time. See you next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye.